Hello and welcome back to our study of Pnei Halacha, teaching Rabbi Yazim Alameid, Shlita. We are continuing and concluding our first week in this new topic of Amiras Emma speaking the truth. And the fifth chapter, Dugma Osla Divrei Shekhar, let's see some examples of what speaking on truth looks like, and perhaps somewhat of a gray area where a person might think it's permissible, but indeed that's not the case. So let's see. The Gemara in Shavuos, Daf Lamed Aleph Lamed Aleph says, "Muvos dugmos menyanos liyser hasheker." Brings several interesting examples about the prohibition of speaking untruth. Vahaklalhu, and the general rule is, "Shalorak sheker gomer oser," that not only is absolute outright sheker prohibited, "Elakol davresheish bo shemetz shal sheker oser," but even something that has a a tinge, even a little bit as they would say in Yiddish, just a hint of sheker, shenemar midivar sheker tircha, because it says not from sheker you should distance yourself, but midivar sheker, even any word, any aspect of sheker, you have to distance yourself. So let's see some examples. Lemashal. Maya poel ne'amon What should a dedicated worker do if his boss tells him and asks, can you please lie or say something untrue on my behalf? Let's look at this question. What should a student do if a student is faced with a teacher who says the following? The teacher says this to the student. My students, or my student you know, that I always speak the truth. And if you would give me all the money and possessions in the world, I would never speak anything that is untrue. Of all, but, anything that's followed with a but is never good usually. You know that I gave, you know that I gave a certain person money as a loan. And when I asked for repayment, the recipient of the loan claimed that I never gave him anything. And to my dismay, the teacher says, I only had one witness who saw the transaction. And we know that in the Jewish courts, without two witnesses, you have nothing. I need two witnesses to be able to prove this. So I'm asking my student, you know that I'm a good person. You know that I'm a mensch. You know that I always speak the truth. Come with me to court. And just add on as a second witness, because you know my personality, you know my character. You may not have seen the actual loan, but just testify on my behalf. So you can imagine the difficult position that the student is put in. According to halacha, it's understood, it's clear that the student or the worker cannot lie on behalf of his teacher or his boss. How could you testify to something that you did not see? How could you say that the money was lent if he actually did not witness this? And even though he may be certain that his teacher is a stand-up citizen and is justified in his claim, and he probably is right, nevertheless, Nevertheless, he is not allowed to give testimony on something he didn't see because the Pasuk says, 
Of course, we cannot bear false witness. Not this alone, but even more. Even if the teacher says to him, I don't want you to say anything that's untrue. Just come to the court so it looks like I have two witnesses and perhaps we can scare the baldin. We could scare the person into thinking, oh, I have two witnesses that saw it and he's going to want to give me the money. He'll see the teacher coming with witnesses, and before it can go to the court case, it's better I should admit it now than be proven guilty in court. I feel as that also this is also prohibited, says Ramalamed, Mishum Shasov Sof, Katalmet Osaroshim Kitluhu Miskaven, Lesheker, Vatora Arami Devar Sheker Tirchak. Even this is prohibited because in the end, the student is making the impression, giving the impression as if he's about, he's prepared to say something that's untrue. And the Torah says, even from Devar Sheker, any part of Sheker, any word of Sheker, you have to distance. Kolomar, lo sheker. Not only can you not say words of Sheker, but you can't even give the appearance, a semblance that you might be prepared to do so, even if you say nothing. So it's a difficult situation. Sometimes we're asked to attest to things that we didn't see. Oh, I know you're a good person. I can vouch for you, this type of thing. But we have to be very careful. I'll give you a very practical example. I mean, I get emails and calls all the time, people asking me to do certain things. So one of the great jobs that a rabbi in America has is to write letters of Jewish attestation for the rabbanut or for the sochnut, for the Jewish agency. Let's say someone wants to make aliyah or someone has a life cycle event in Israel, and the government and the rabbanut in Israel, they want to know if the person is Jewish. So I will li- write letters to attest that I know so-and-so, I know their parents, their parents are Jewish, etc., etc., etc. And Baruch Hashem, my letters are accepted, bli hara, haven't had any issues, and I have a very good standing with the rabbanut and with the sochnut. But recently, a few days ago, I was approached by someone that I did not know. And someone, in a, and I felt very bad, somebody in a very tough situation, trying to make aliyah, and needed a letter, and I don't know if they have a rabbi, don't have a rabbi, but just asked, can I please write a letter? And I said, I'm sorry, but I don't know you, and I don't have the ability to figure it out in the time frame that you need, and I have a good relationship, so my hands are tied, because my letters of attestation are based on the fact that I actually know the people. And since I didn't know this person, I couldn't write a letter on his or her behalf. So that's just one example of sometimes when it's difficult, when but we have to try and do the right thing. Sometimes we get it right, sometimes we don't. But in any event, we certainly should try, and these halachas hopefully will help guide us in the right direction. In any event, I hope everyone has had a good week. Great Shabbos ahead. Peaceful and restful Shabbos. Parshas Kisavo. Tichla Shana Seha. Wishing everybody good Shabbos. We'll see you here next week. As we continue studying the halachas, Rabbi Lezim Olamid Shlita.